Today, we are doing our first episode that was recommended by a fan. I have a list of three movies that I guess that you would pick. This is one of them. All right, do you want to steal someone's uh, player or do you want to go with what you want? But then if I steal your player, then I'm at risk of you taking somebody I wanted the very next turn. That's right. the lesson I learned in the action movie. That, and I was like, oh my God, that is the perfect pick. I'm going to add that to my list and I'm going to draft it before you. I didn't have to say that. <laughs> Why did I open my mouth? Let's dude? Go. <laughs> Welcome to Backseat Directing. Where we talk about movies, TV shows, comics, and more. We're your hosts, Andrew and Aaron. We put out new episodes every Monday and Thursday. And on today's episode, we're doing a sci-fi movie draft. Three, two, one, action. Andrew, today we are doing our first episode that was recommended by a fan that wasn't one of our immediate friends. <laughs> so with this, we, we we met this guy through the podcast, which so exciting. I'm so glad that we have people that enjoy the show. Yeah. So thank you very much to McNeil. McNeil messaged us on Instagram and um, we talked about you in a couple episodes ago and thanked you for watching so many of our drafts, supporting and commenting yep. the show. And you recently messaged us actually just like 12 or 13 days ago or so as Probably of recording. Like two weeks, yeah. So pretty quick turnaround, I'd say, for yeah, us taking the submission. Um, so we are just now getting to your suggestion, which was to do a sci-fi or science fiction movie draft. So yeah, let's we've go. done a lot of draft episodes in the past. The concept, I'm sure most of you guys are familiar with, even if you haven't watched the show before, but we will flip a coin to see who goes first, and we'll go back and forth picking movies one at a time to develop a team of five and see who can get the strongest team of five movies. Subjective, of course, but we want you guys to vote after the episode's over for which team you thought has the best collection of movies. Now, we're limited to science fiction movies, but the other rule we're going with here is we're not doing any superhero movies. A lot of super movie, superhero movies can fit into multiple categories, like Iron Man could definitely be seen as science fiction. Yeah, I feel like at this point, it's kind of in its own genre. Yeah, a genre of its own, too. Yeah. I, I, I don't know about you, but like... I won't even say that. I want to. I won't affect your your list. But we'll talk about it if it comes up. There's another movie that I've a section of movies that I feel like have their own categories, but overlap a little bit with science fiction. Right. So it's a little bit of a gray area. We're gonna talk about it as we go along, like what is yep. versus what isn't science fiction. Um, so I did actually look up because I was. That was one of the things that I was having a hard time like forming my team. Was like, what is science fiction? You know, like what can class? It seems like this huge broad topic. Yeah, because science is like everything yeah. if you if you twist it and, and fiction, fiction is just a story anything that's made up <laughs> yeah just yeah. a made up story so, so it can you can make an argument for a lot yeah so i found this thing on on google it's one of the first things that pulls up when you type in what is sci-fi movie and it has seven elements to a sci-fi movie and i use this as like kind of a guide and i don't think this gives away my team at all necessarily but it gives me it gives me a guide to like kind of check off to see if these movies check off this list we got Time travel is uh, one of the elements. Teleportation, mind control, telepathy, telekinesis is another point that they had on here. Aliens or mutants, uh, space travel and exploration, um, 
interplanetary warfare was another point, parallel universes and fictional worlds. So yeah. like that's kind of the criteria I had in my head when I was picking through these yeah. movies. I feel like there's like a clear delineation for me between the fantasy and science fiction because fantasy does have like alternate worlds. But to me, the science element's really key. Like something like you said with exploration, science, technology, you know, like the STEM field, like yeah. engineering, mathematics, something like that. Less like magic. Yeah. And then also like it has to be like an element to me outside of reality to be science fiction because yeah. like the imitation game or something like Oppenheimer that heavily involves science, I don't really feel like it's science right. fiction, it's just science. Something that can't really. necessarily happen in the real world. Those are, specifically those are science nonfiction because they're both true stories. Right. But easily could have been made up. Yeah. You know, Even so like, there's, I'm sure, examples out there. Right. Uh, yeah. So like something that can't happen in the real world kind of pushes it into that science fiction category, at least for the purposes of our draft. Let's jump into this draft and flip our coin to see who's gonna get the first pick. Yeah, so that's the first part that we gotta do is we gotta figure out who goes first. I have a half dollar coin here. We got heads and tails. I don't know, but it seems like Andrew always gets 80% of these to go his way. Would you oh, wanna go first or second? Always gets 80%, 60% of the time. Yeah, it works always. Time. Um, I definitely wanna go first for this one, yeah. Okay, heads or tails, call it in the air. Heads. That was a late call, boy. I, I tried to let you it like, fall. I tried to see like, where I was working. <laughs> Tails. <laughs> How about that? I got bad vision, so <laughs> my vision. Got to clean off those glasses there a little bit. All so right. you're choosing to go second? Nope, I'm going to go first oh, here. Weird. Yep. Um, if you would have said that you wanted to go second, I probably would have like, you know, stole that from you. Mind game. You know, but but maybe that's not what I wanted. Yeah. Well, I feel like it was. You sounded pretty genuine. <laughs> um. I, uh, I feel like I kind of wanted you to go first on this just so I can get like a, a feeling of like I'll let you change the it. movies that you're going you for. To. Uh, I have a long list here and like a lot of honorable mentions too. So like, yeah, but it feels like almost any movie can fit into this draft. <laughs> a lot can, you know, so I'm going to go ahead and pick one that was a, part of this to me when I think of science fiction is just like the cinematography that goes into it. Like, I want to be encapsulated into the universe, into this new world. And that's it right there. <laughs> I want to see things that I don't see every day. I want each location to be unique. I want to see awesome camera movement in this movie. Good story. I want to see um, awesome lighting uh, and Cool effects, of course. You know, it's science fiction. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and lock in the Oscar winner, Blade Runner 2049. Yeah, Oscar winner for pick. cinematography? Yep. Yeah. One can only assume for cinematography. Um, I'll let you say your piece about this movie, but um, I, that's what I mouthed to the camera. I knew yep. you were going to pick it. Yep. I have a list of three movies that I guess that you would pick. This is one of them. Once you said visual aspect, I knew this is one you were going to pick. But I think that this is arguably, and I was saying this earlier today relating to this draft, arguably the best looking movie ever made. I would, I'd be on board with that. I think it's probably the best looking live action movie ever made. The lighting is just so good. I could get on board with that as well. I feel like I like this movie 
the further I get away from watching it, and it makes me just want to watch it again. I've said before, I think when we did our Blade Runner 2049 episode, check out that review, but I think I said already that I would watch this movie on silent. Like, yeah. I'm not in love with the story of this movie. That's where I'll knock it. Mm-hmm. But I will watch this movie with no audio. Just, it's so beautiful. I've seen it twice already, and I'll go back to watch it again and again despite the fact that I don't even like the story that much. But the cast is really, really good, too. The yeah. performances are phenomenal. Anna right. Armas, Ryan Gosling, Harrison Ford, Jared Leto. Uh, the actress who plays Love is really, really good, too. That, that's almost like a testament to how well this movie was made. If, like, the story just... It maybe isn't, like, one of your favorite stories, but you want to go back to it just because of, like, the way it looks. And to me, that's a big aspect of these sci-fi movies, you know, is that world-building. Yeah. Uh, and it's, a, it's a 10 out of 10 visually. Not, oh, I, I don't, I couldn't think of anything that surpasses it. If you can go past the 10 out of 10, it would be that. It's 11 out of you 10. You know, like yeah. it's, it looks phenomenal. You can literally pause at any point and it could be a screensaver wallpaper. It could be shown at universities of how to set up a shot, how to do lighting, yeah. how to composition, set design, like literally any aspect of filmmaking. You could pause a frame and teach. Yeah off of that and and there is a color scheme in it of like blue and orange or orangish yellow yeah but you can also see like a whole litany of other colors throughout mm-hmm. the movie used so well like purples yeah and, yeah it's it's just stunning like it's oh my god gush over how beautiful this movie is yeah i agree Deacons, um, man Roger Deacons knows what he's doing it's his best work I mean, we just talked about I think so too. Yeah, yeah, we just talked about it being one of the best visually move visually made movies ever. So like, but he shows that like he can he can do you know like Coen Brothers movies and he can do Prisoners, but like oh you want to like I, he's he's an older guy like he but it's like hey you want to come do a sci fi movie and he'll fuck, knock it out of the park yeah. like he beautiful like, he can do whatever you need him to do he'll yes. light he'll light a damn scene yeah it's crazy all right Andrew. Going to your first pick of the draft, who is the star of your team? Uh, my number one pick uh, is a mistake that I will not make twice. My first round draft pick for the science fiction draft is The Matrix. Nice. I, of course, am referencing <laughs> uh, Aaron stealing The Matrix from me um, in one of our previous drafts. Yep. What, what draft was that? The... Uh, let me look back through my notes here. Um... Action action movie draft. Yes. So action movie draft. I I miscalculated and Aaron took that one off the board. And I gotta get this movie. The Matrix is in my top ten movies of all time. Probably my top five. Definitely definitely my top five. I love this movie. Watched it a hundred times growing up. And just a revolutionary way that they filmed yeah. action. And this episode one thirteen. Episode 113, check that episode out, the action movie draft. But yeah, we, we fought a lot in that one. We yeah. argued a lot. <laughs> but the Wachowski siblings just made a beautiful movie. I mean, made a huge star out of, uh, an even bigger star out of Keanu, because I think he had already done Speed and, and some other great movies. Um, but this, like, he went even even further with this. This movie was huge. Uh, came out in 1999, and, which is a phenomenal year for, year for movies. But this movie's cream of the crop that year. It's up there with the best of them. And the sci-fi elements are so good, like the the agents being uh, the manifestation of the program and having to fight these things that can work outside the programming of the Matrix, and Neo being the one, the chosen one, and filling his destiny and breaking outside the programming himself for the epic ending scene. Like this movie is just 
sci-fi it's they push the boundaries by inventing bullet time inventing new camera tricks with a 360 shot that they did where they slow down freeze time and and everybody in the movie so they were so inventive good. dude keanu yeah. Lawrence fishburne um like, so many other movies reference this movie oh yeah whether it's in how they set up shots and use multiple cameras and all this stuff or the story itself you know of copying that choice you know it's it's an it's just an all-timer for and me. alternate world like i said it's in my top 10 all-time movies so i had to i had to make sure you didn't get yep. it this time i did tell justin today i was like hey we're doing this draft should i pick the matrix first <laughs> <laughs> just the spite andrew but i i went with something that's a little bit more representative of what i would want on my team so i think it's a i let you have the matrix. i think blade runner 2049 is a great first pick and i think for our generation it's like one of the sci-fi movies i think if you talk to somebody like generation or two before us it would be the original blade runner mm -hmm. you know and that movie is really cool and i like the miniature work they did yeah. it has a really cool aesthetic but for us definitely for our age yeah. Blade Runner 2049 is the move well hopefully fans of the first one appreciate yeah. the second one you know and i think they do i think that's one of the like denis Villeneuve, who directed that movie like i think he did a really good job of like I like making a movie in the same verse and respecting the original movie and like not doing anything to tarnish the original movie. I think like he made such a good sequel. One of the best sequels of all time. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I like these first two picks. I feel like they were both highly predictable. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you were going to take the matrix, you know, like I, like you said, you had three picks that you knew that I was going to pick. This was one that I knew that you were going to pick as early as you possibly could, mainly because of your mistake of not picking it last time, thinking you could get it in fifth. So it seems like my research or uh, maybe... Uh, your scouting? Yes, my scouting <laughs> has uh, impacted your decision-making. As we do more and more good. drafts, we're only going to be more knowledgeable of each other. So the question of the draft is whether I want to choose something to make me happy or to make you upset. And right. that's like where the it gets tricky with what your your order of your picks. You right. Know? Yeah. No, because and so then you also have so you have that, right? Because it's like, all right, do you want to steal someone's uh player or do you want to go with what you want? But then if I steal your player, then I'm at risk of you taking somebody I wanted the very next turn. That's right. the lesson I learned in the action movie. That's yeah. what I just did with this. Like if I took the Matrix and you took 2049 then you I feel like i would have been like yeah like there was something in yeah. me that was like oh man i really wish that movie was on it's like give a my yeah give a punch take a punch right but then you also when you're playing this draft like do you pick a pick that's personal to you that's something that you really like or pick that the audience is gonna vote for you know because there's a lot of popular picks out there that maybe like aren't my favorite yeah. or aren't your the, favorite the tough thing is you really want to find something that's both yeah. like the matrix i think has a lot of audience love mm -hmm. especially in like the film community matrix yeah. i think is held up on a good pedestal and yeah. has cemented its place in history which is something the matrix has over like some other things in the science fiction genre is like they did this in 1999 yeah you know? um okay my next pick checks off quite a few of these like bullet points that i mentioned from the seven um it is a movie that captured my attention all the way through we're we're traveling through different locations different times different mindsets um and consciousness and that movie is directed by one of the best directors out there which I'm sure a lot of these movies are going to be, but this one I know is one of Andrew's favorite movies, but it's also one of mine too. 
So I'm happy to have it on my team, and that is Inception. Yeah. Um, man, I didn't think you were going to go for that that early. I mean, there's a pick that I know you want that I know you're going to save for five. Oh, really? Yeah, because I don't want it at all. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that gave it away a little bit. That's funny. Um, no, I, I, I feel like you slightly underestimate how much I like Inception. Um, probably because I just don't talk about it as much, you know? Mm. But I really love the complexity of this movie, but also the ability to understand it at the same time. It gives it a really good rewatch factor. Yeah. You get to learn new things when you rewatch right. it, notice new things. Like the first time watching it through, you feel like you have a good grasp of what's happening, but then you're like, but I, I'm still curious about how this worked. Or like, I have a little bit, I have some questions about how this happened. And then that adds to the rewatchability of this movie. And then also like the camera work is amazing. The effects is amazing. And the acting is like through the roof, you know, mm -hmm. like just the, the building folding up the, the effects. Like Nolan doesn't use a lot of special effects in his movies or visual effects. And he did it perfectly in this movie. Um, this, to me, is my favorite Nolan movie. Uh, so I feel like it had to go on my list in number two. Yeah, I mean, it's it's up there with my favorite Nolan movie. It's up there with The Dark Knight. And I, I, really, love the Incep I really love Inception. The sci-fi elements are brilliant because it's like this dream fantasy world. But mm -hmm. like there's a... Like, rules because nolan always has right. rules so that's what i love about his universe and ariadne is such a good character played <clears throat> by elliot page and and cobb is such a good character you know the cast is one of the most insane cast you'll ever see i mean elliot page leonardo dicaprio uh, tom hardy joseph gordon levitt stacked killian murphy like it michael Caine's in there like it's so good and and everyone wants to work with nolan obviously as we can tell from oppenheimer but yeah it's it's just a movie that it's one of those movies that you can watch for entertainment value. You can watch for substance. You can watch for performances. You can watch for visuals. It's like, that's why I love Nolan as the whole package. And that's why I can come yeah. back and watch that movie, you know, multiple times a year. I feel like this kind of helps balance out the Blade Runner pick with having an exceptional story to the sci-fi element. It's got twists and turns like, yeah. when they're, when they're like, oh, we're like this many layers deep into the dream and like now we'll get stuck in limbo if we die and they're like yeah. you didn't tell us that and it, it's so and it's of so course good. you got the spinning hallway like just the use of practical effects in combination with everything else with the camera the set design the the vfx that are yeah. happening like it's very well done um it's just it's just like this sci-fi epic but with like the gritty action like fist fighting gun fighting right like there's machine guns pistols like it's it's dope as hell yeah and it's it's f a fast-paced movie too there's something always happening even at the slow parts like the dialogue is very engaging and that's something that i appreciate in a movie obviously a masterwork of visual effects but i'm curious did you have this on your list like were were you wanting to pick this you don't have to tell me if you don't want to but yeah i was gonna pick this next yeah okay. i'll say yeah I'll, say, I'll, I'll own up to the to my truth okay cool <laughs> this as it's on it's written as number two i mean it's written as number two, but number two or three yeah, it, gone either way for me. I feel like this list for me too yeah. is kind of... I may have picked my my what I have written as three next because I wasn't sure Inception or this one I'm about to pick, which one is more dangerous for you to pick first. Sure. That's like the main reasoning because I 
these top three movies are all in my top 10 movies, literally of all time. So I'll unveil my third pick as now as we're moving on. I'm, I'm, your second pick. I'm sorry, yeah. Well, what, what I have third on your list yeah. will be my second pick for my team Correct. is Jurassic Park by Steven Spielberg. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's... I, I feel like this one might have been a little bit safe. I don't know how high you would have had this on your list. I feel like, But I just ultimately couldn't forgive myself if you took this one too, mm-hmm. knowing, like I said, that it's on my top 10 movies literally of all time. Jurassic Park... Uh, it came out in the 80s and just visually still holds up to this day and tells one of the most like intriguing sci-fi stories about the main question in the movie just because we can do it sh- does that mean we should do it you know the boundaries of scientific discovery the whether you should play god in something like bringing uh, extinct species back to life so it's it's just an incredibly interesting story and obviously it stood the test of time to the point of even a, a billion dollar sequel franchise with Chris Pat coming out. That's how much audiences love this movie. Yeah, this is a solid pick. Um, solid understatement of the I, year. <laughs> this is a fantastic <laughs> pick. Um, it's so good. The first one's still the best somehow. I would totally agree with that. Uh, the third one's my second favorite. Actually, sure. I, I called it an 80s movie. I'm stupid. I think it came out like 1990. So it's a 90s movie. Yes. I didn't even catch that. Um, I would have got eviscerated. Yeah, for for some reason, I didn't actually have that on my list at all. And it's not because it's not a good pick. But Think of it as sci-fi. Yes. That's why I thought it might have been safe, but I didn't want to risk it. Like, as soon as you said it, I was like, oh, that's a fantastic pick. You're in a different world. It obviously can't happen in real life, I don't think. (laughs) And they're bringing... It's, According to you, they're bringing right. back the yeah. mammoth or something, I right? know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's a good pick, and I'm I'm frustrated that I didn't even have it on my list. You know, my my scouting department definitely let me down on that. Yeah. So, I mean, that upsets me obviously because it makes me feel like I could have got it at five, but it deserves a high spot. It does. It does. It's deserving. It does. It's like, it, people would look at your team and be like. In yeah. fifth, you <laughs> yeah. don't respect it. it. This is this is my absolute favorite Steven Spielberg movie, which is saying something because he's done so many great movies like Schindler's List, Catch Me If You Can, you know, E.T. Like he's done so many iconic movies for the ages. And this movie just has an air of like adventure that movies really don't excel at anymore. Like and they they it's it's a thriller about dinosaurs hunting down and killing people, but it's also an adventure movie. And like building these bonds between like Alan and the kids. Like it's Al- Dr. Alan Grant, such a good character. Uh, Dr. Ian Malcolm, such a good character. Like they, they made truly unique characters. And and what's the, the other doctor's name? Um, I'm struggling. Uh, Ellie. I'm going to look it up, but um, what is, what's going to be your next pick? I feel like after my second, I didn't really have Ellie them. Sattler. I was right, by the way. It nice. Was I, I didn't really have like an order picked. So now we get into my indecisiveness of how like personal to me do I want to get? How kind of outside of the box do I want to get? Um, I feel like a lot of these that I have on my list, you do not have on yours. So I feel like I could get away with pretty much all of these. As like my fifth pick. Yeah, I'd be surprised if you had three more picks that weren't on my list, any of them. I'd be be kind of surprised. Yeah, I don't know. I just, maybe it's because I haven't heard you talk too much about these in the past or something. I don't know. Um, But my next movie I'm going to put on is a movie that is like a little bit different of a tone. It, It 
I don't know. I, I don't know. I did, it's just a really good movie. And that's going to be iRobot with the man himself, Will Smith. You would be surprised to know, good sir, that that is on my list. <laughs> Got him. Yeah, no, iRobot's a really good pick. Me and my, my grandma used to watch that movie together a lot. Yeah. Um, like, because I'd go over to their house every weekend or so, and we would we watch a lot of Die Hard. We watched a lot of Will Smith movies. iRobot is, like, one of my favorite Will Smith movies. Yeah, sure. I feel like it's so simple, in a sense, that, like, I kind of overlook it sometimes. But then every time I rewatch it or get reminded of it, I'm like, oh, that's a fantastic movie. And it's one of Will Smith's best. Yeah, and it's really interesting, opens up interesting questions about artificial intelligence and what makes what makes something alive. That's what's cool about these sci-fi movies is asking big questions like The Matrix asking like, what is real other than our brain's interpretation of what's real? Jurassic Park asking, what are the limitations of human scientific boundaries? And now you've got this movie asking the question of like, is Sonny alive? Is Sonny, right. are his thoughts real or are his programming, is his programming designing potential thoughts? Is our brain any different than Sonny's brain if it's just an advanced program? So yeah. like really cool questions. iRobot does it like in such a cool way because it just, it's delivered through Will Smith and the insane amount of charisma and magnetism that he has. And like I said, I watched the creator yesterday and the creator reminded me of iRobot so much, but Will Smith on screen just elevates iRobot to such a different level. Yeah, and at least from memory, like all the effects and stuff hold up today, you know, like it's a well-shot, well-produced movie. The acting's incredible. Um, I think this, this, but then it's also like very relevant to the time that we're in now where AI is becoming a part of our everyday lives, at least yeah. for me as like someone in video and in editing and stuff. Like it's something that I use almost every day. It's talked about almost every day. Like it poses a lot of real questions of the morality behind it. And that's what this movie is doing. A thing in iRobot is robots doing human jobs. Yeah. And that is something we're literally running into. And yeah. I think the timeline of iRobot, I think I don't think we've reached the date of that period yet. Cause I remember it being really far in the future, like Let me look 2100 or something when like that. did iRobot. My guess is it's in the 2100s. Take place. Could be wrong. 2035. Oh, we're close. We're like right around the corner. Yeah, we're super close. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like it has a lot of relevance I was right today. That this came out in 2004, so um, it, it's definitely talking a lot of uh, talking a lot about things that are happening now. Yeah, but that, that movie just it has really good action. The tunnel sequence where he's driving and fighting the robots. Yeah, Sonny looks so cool. I love the scene where he's like in the robot warehouse and he's like pointing guns at them and shooting them. He's like, they're nothing but Metal parts and programming, and then you that, that little peek from Sunny, yeah, the hallway, and he's like, "Got him!" And like that, like the the movie, it just works. The writing is really good, the action's really good, yeah. and I like the investigative aspects. So much fun. So a funny thing, I was actually reminded about iRobot earlier today when we were talking about the creator. You said that the creator reminded you of iRobot, and I was like, "Oh my god, that is the perfect." pick i'm gonna add that to my list and i'm gonna draft it before you i didn't have to say that <laughs> why did i open my mouth Let's dude? Go. Why, did I, why did i i don't know man i and it's in my third place spot which is where i stole the matrix from you last time as i was saying it out loud i was thinking 
he's probably already thought about iRobot as a sci-fi movie. Yeah. Like as I was saying it, I was like, he's probably. Yeah. So I, I was. It's kind of like saying Captain America when we're doing like a superhero draft. You know, it's yeah. like it's on there. I, just, but, I, I don't yeah. know. I, that's a, that's a good pick though. I don't know that I. It's not like on my top five probably yeah, all time. I know you're talking it down now that you don't have it. I know. It's it's on my, my top 11. Like I wrote it in at number eight, but it's not super ironclad. Right. Um, all right. So let me get my next pick. Um, for my third pick in the sci-fi movie draft, it's tough. It's, it's tough. Oh, I, I, I think there's just so many options, right? There's still a really good one left on the board that deserves top three. For my third place pick, I'm going to go with Back to the Future. Oh, nice. You say, oh, like that's another one you didn't have on your list. I didn't. <laughs> Bro, what is your list? Dude, I just got back from vacation. <laughs> I didn't have a ton of time to look into the list. I was camping. I didn't have service. You I wasn't thinking about this. Like, I'm you, telling you. You were going down a list of what makes sci-fi, and you were like, time, time travel, and your brain didn't go, time travel, back well, to the future. <laughs> I've only seen back to the future once. Bro, I've seen it so many times. Yeah, I've only the seen it once. I've seen so many times. Mostly the first two, but like, they're all really, really good, all three of them. And... This movie, again, like I said with Will Smith's star power in relation to iRobot, is just a testament to how good like yeah. Marty McFly is in this movie, yeah. dude. He's so I was just good. drowning in options for this this draft that I overlooked this one, too. I, I can't believe you missed it. I mean, this movie, I believe, came out in 1985 because that's the year that the, that's the, year the story takes place in. Yep, 1985. Um, and... They travel what? To Sorry, Michael J. Fox. I said Marty McFly. That's his character. They, they travel to 2015, right? In the second movie, they go to the future. In the first movie, they gotcha. go to like 1965. Yes, they go, that's right. Or 55 even, maybe. They yeah. go back in time. Um, but in the second movie, they go to the future. To explain, it's called Back to the Future because they go to the past. Yes. And then the plot of the movie is to get back yes. to the future, which at that time, the future would have been 1985. Yes. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> explained. But... Oh my gosh, dude. Dr. Emmett Brown and Marty McFly, such iconic characters. Like everybody knows their name. Like 1.21 gigawatts. <laughs> Where we're going, we don't need roads. Like it's yeah. so iconic, so quotable, so much fun. They did it in 1985. Which I already complimented like The Matrix did it in 1999. Jurassic Park did it in 1990. But Back to the Future did it in 1985. And it still looks so good. The DeLorean's such a cool car, so iconic. The movie is so much fun, just pure adventure. And it's on the back of Michael J. Fox and his like fun, boyish charm in this movie. Um, but Christopher Lloyd, hilarious as well. Like him as the manic scientist uh, is, is just so much fun. And they told what was at the time like the basis for time travel movies. Like they originated that and they made it cool. So this is yeah. like the sci-fi movie. Surprised it even made it as far down as three, but just... So much entertainment value. I could watch this movie a hundred times. Yeah, you're coming up with a classic list. Yeah. And this is also... None of your movies have come out in the 20th century. This movie's directed 20%. by Zemeckis, who directs Top Gun Maverick, one of your favorite movies of all time. I didn't know that. That's really cool. Um, okay, going on to my fourth pick here. We have a lot of options that I'm staring at. Um, I feel like you have all the kind of classic movies on lock so i'm gonna go with a more recent movie yeah you're all po you're, po of, you're all post 2000s and i'm all pre-2000s yeah i'm uh, i'm kind of contrasting your team if you will um which 
I like kind of having like a little bit of a theme to a team, you know, and this one, I feel like, again, checked off a lot of the seven aspects that I was looking at as my criteria. And it won six, seven, sorry, seven Oscars. I have my guess for this one also. All right. You want to say it? Ah, you don't want to no, give no, it no. away. <laughs> so this one actually came out last year and it was the talk of the town all year long good pick, good pick and that is everything everywhere all at once eao yeah directed by the daniels yep which i think that's so funny that they get called the daniels because that's their first names they just happen <laughs> to both have the same first name that's funny but awesome movie awesome awesome cast i mean kiyoi kwan kills it uh michelle yo so good starring in this movie puts this movie really on her back um and then an Oscar for Jamie Lee Curtis for this movie too, which I would yep. have thought Stephanie Sue would have got an Oscar, like an Oscar for her supporting roles. She's so good. Um, this movie's just so much fun visually, like the mechanics behind this movie of how they got the shots where like they're super speeding through like the cities um, are just so much fun. You've seen that video. They show how like they strapped the recorder, somebody just like walked through the city and then like played it at high speed and like strung it together and like use special. Effects. I haven't seen that. It's, no. I'll show you. I'll show you later. It's it's so cool the way that they got these shots for the movie to like just give like this aspect of like zooming through different worlds. And yeah. there's the the creativity in this movie is insane. I the only like I don't love like the really silly parts like the hot dog fingers. Right. But it's fun that they did all that in a movie yeah. and one best picture doing it, you know? Right. Like hats off to them. They broke the mold. Yeah. You know, in, in a way. The rock scene is so good. Yeah. And you like cry at rock. Yeah. Like what? Like, how did that happen? How'd they do it? How did the, how'd they get me here to this point right and now? Like busting out laughing. She's like chasing her as a rock. Yeah. He's like, get away from me. No. Yeah. Uh, the overall story of love, like across different dimensions from like the power of family. Like, yeah, I, I just love the editing and how they showed like breaking from one universe to the other and like the transitions that they did, like when she's in the closet and the screen just like cracks and you see her kind of phased out into the, both sides of the screen. Like it just looks so good. Dude, and they scene... edit it in premiere and after effects. Like that's something that's like so accessible. Yeah. So many people use that. It just makes it feel like grounded and that like anything's possible, you know, with just like creativity and a good direction. And that's something that I really love about this movie is that someone just had an idea and they just went out and made it and it ended up winning seven Oscars. Like that's freaking awesome. An A24 movie on like a relatively low budget. Like when you right. compare it to like the latest Marvel movie and how good it looks, it's it's crazy the the budget that they worked with for that movie. And then the the shot that I was thinking of when you were talking $14.3 million budget. Ridiculous, dude. What They're in the here world? The, the Flash for $250 million. Yeah. And, and like, like this is a movie that is possible for us to try to do something with, you know, like in terms of like editing effects and stuff. It requires a lot of resources, you know, but it's like it's achievable. It's yeah. something that's there. But at the same time, they did it so well and and creatively that it's like not just anyone can do it. Dude, those you shots know? where behind Stephanie Sue's head, where she's, yeah, and like traveling to between dimensions. Yeah. Oh my God, they're so cool. So many, like, I, like you said, I love the camera movement aspect of cinematography. That movie is just like on the mountaintop with few others in in that arena. The writing's also really cool. Performances are great, and the action is stunning. This is a movie I feel like wouldn't exist without the Matrix. I have to mention that for my team. Mm, this movie mm, obviously mm, heavily inspired mm -hmm. by the Matrix in terms yeah. of like traveling dimensions and like the way that people are like plugging in they're literally like uploading skills in this movie the same 
same way that they like upload scales in the matrix yeah matrix. i mean the matrix only won four oscars so like the matrix was competing in 1999 the matrix was competing in like possibly the best year in all of film history like american beauty came out that year like so many look up 1999 dude i'm telling you it's competing in like the most contentious year of like the best ever movies going on to your fourth pick here what are you thinking for my fourth pick you know it's still there it's still there so i gotta give it the love i'm gonna go with empire strikes back okay nice the, the second movie in the original trilogy of star wars what kind of sci-fi draft will we be doing here like they revoke our draft license if we didn't put a star wars movie on a sci-fi draft so yeah empire has to go on there it's probably the best star wars movie ever made for me it's empire rogue one and revenge of the sith top mm -hmm. three and empire is just like again like blade runner the miniature work the lighting like doing this in like what was it the late 70s early 80s for empire like they made such a good movie told a really good story and sticks with your theme too yeah i'm pre still 2000s. I'm, I'm still i'm still pre-2000s i, I yeah. thought maybe i could take eeao to modernize my team but you took it so got him put me back in put me, put me in my place yeah i did not have any Star Wars movies on my list, not because they're not great, not because they're not, they're probably going to bring in a lot of fan votes, but to me, it's just, I wanted to pick other movies, you know, I wanted to pick. Star Wars movies show up on a lot of our drafts. Yeah, and I also feel like Star Wars has become kind of like superhero stuff. It's almost kind of its own thing in a way, you know, and it definitely encapsulates to me more than just like science fiction like it could fit into a lot of other categories and i know other these movies can too but yeah i just didn't have it on my list we'd have to explain ourselves to people if we yeah. did a science fiction draft and didn't have a single star wars movie. yeah yeah i hey i hear it i also know that you're not that big of a star wars fan so you are just drafting this for votes I appreciate and, empire and like that's okay i've definitely drafted things for votes you know like i love to win these votes but like just know that Andrew doesn't like. I think love the Star Wars universe. You know, like he's not a Star Wars fan. I would say that Star Wars has probably gone too far. But I Empire Strikes Back is from a time where they hadn't. Yeah. And Empire Strikes Back is just also George Lucas prequels or nothing. George Luke, George <laughs> Lucas doing just amazing filmmaking. Yeah, I think that yeah. he had someone someone else direct Empire, but he still is like. The creator you know producing yeah. and making the movie definitely a good pick i can't believe that we're already have one pick left you know like i feel like we could have done like 15. i mean i have a i have a huge <laughs> list of honorable mentions yeah. that i want to rattle off and and i want to i want to keep it to five you know but at the same time i feel like there's so many movies left that what do i pick <laughs> you know like yeah. where do i go from here um man I'm I'm kind of stuck here, you know. Do I want to go? Which direction do I want to go here? I I really don't know. I'm I'm really stuck. There's just so many options. I only have one pick left. What do you think it would take to save your team right now? Because I mean, I'm the clear front runner at this point. <laughs> so what do you? What pick is gonna haul you into superstardom from here? Yeah. Um. My gut. Oh. My gut says to go with this one, so I th I'm going to do it. Uh, I don't normally like... I, I 
I feel like this is kind of of the same world and I don't like picking movies that are like too close or like connected to other movies, you know, because I, I like my drafts to be kind of diverse, but at least the, the, the movie itself is pretty diverse compared to my other movies. Um, but it is directed by the same director as one of my other picks, but he's one of the best of all time. So it's a great movie. It's a fantastic sci-fi movie and I'm glad to have it on my team. And that is the prestige dude good pick for the deep cuts i don't think you're gonna win this one but i think that <laughs> i think that you have some damn good picks though i i think i'm i think that my team is like stronger in terms of like lining up with great movies that also have ma mass audience sure i think prestige is like a deep cut like mm -hmm. to film lovers prestige is like well known and loved it's on the imdb top 100 but to like average audiences the prestige isn't as well known right definitely a sci-fi movie by the way though yeah it's, absolutely. there's absolutely science fiction elements that make that movie primarily science fiction over any other genre mm -hmm. but phenomenal pick i mean i i'm never i'm never gonna slack you for picking two chris nolan movies like yeah. that that's my dog right there i i do recognize that your team has a lot of star power a lot of Longevity and yeah, it's got well-known name iconography, but I will say I would definitely rather watch the movies on my list over the movies on yours Outside of Jurassic Park. I do really love Jurassic Park and yeah. I I, I want to give that pick the credit that it deserves But so far of your other four movies I would definitely want to watch any of the movies on my list over those personal preference might lose me the draft But I'm very very happy with my team yeah. of these five. Dude, I mean you can't I can't knock you for for your picks prestige yeah. is literally again Chris Nolan directing Michael Caine Scarlett Johansson Hugh Jackman Christian Bale like it's stacked Christian Bale twice first of all yeah that's right <laughs> so, the more Christian Bale the better like I'm watching vice right now a movie I would never like except Christian Bale yeah so like the I story is fantastic you know like it's it's again like, one of the best Screenplays, dude. One yeah, of the screenplays, bar it, none. It's again something that you understand the first time watching it, but then the second time you get so much more out of the story. You see things that you didn't see the first time. You see how like the two twins are interacting with each other. Like you get to see it all come come to play. The and love and, story is so complicated because he's living two lives. Yeah, there's a lot of layers like to this to the story of the Prestige, and it's just so cool. Like the again the big questions of science fiction of that's the best what the best science fiction movies do is make you ponder life's big questions like him creating clones and then killing them yeah like, is he is he it's like the, the, what's the ship of theseus like you know once you take all the parts away is he still right what what are their names oh man i'm gonna look it up but like the the consuming his his desires are consuming him you know like he wants to be the best he wants to beat you know his That's his competition really yeah you know and he does so by compromising who he is by compromising you know like the morality of things you know yeah. like he's blurred the lines he's he's crossed that line you know just to have a better trick yeah it's alfred borden and robert angler yeah so, yeah, I thought about this when we were talking about Inception, actually, yeah. about this movie. I feel like it's a, a sleeper pick for sure, but it's a fantastic movie. And it's again, a I'm, sleeper pick. I'm very excited for my list. Uh, I feel like these movies represent like my sci-fi movies, you mm -hmm. know, and that's what I wanted for this draft because the, the category is so broad, yeah. you know, but I'm curious to see how you're going to 
close your draft. You don't have to worry about me taking any more of your picks. But now your hard decision is how do you wrap everything up? Are you going to stay in your theme of post 2000s? Or are you going to kind of sneak out into the 2000s? It's really, really tough because, but I do think all the ones that I have in mind right now are post 2000s. Um, I don't know what. Are your other teammates going to be okay with that? Are they going to accept the new guy on the block into your team? You know, he's like the young, he's like the Pat Mahomes, you know, like when he was first drafted, like there is going to be like the new young guy, but yeah. they're going to rally around him as a leader. Yeah. You he's going to sit mean? on the bench he's at got first, a lot of but he, there's, there's stardom in there. Um, we don't know if he's in the Hall of Fame yet, but he's got the potential, you know, like, what do you got for me? So it doesn't hurt me to just think aloud now because you can't yeah. take any of my yeah, picks. Yeah, exactly. So I'm having a hard time because I do really like Ex Machina. I think the screenplay is really strong. It was the first A24 movie I ever watched. It's very enthralling. It's Gareth Edwards who wrote and directed that movie. He also wrote and directed The Creator, which I just watched, and Rogue One. Um, but I really like Arrival. I just watched Arrival this year, another mm -hmm. Villeneuve movie that could make the list. And I also like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. And I'm thinking about Men in Black as well. Um, I think those, I mean, Interstellar, of course, is in contention if we want to get a third Chris Nolan movie on the sure, block. But I already got that locked down. So like you have two Chris Nolan movies. Yeah. Um, yeah. To me, there's only one movie that fits the theme of your team, at least. From what I just mentioned, what Men in Black, because mm -hmm. it's a little bit older. It's still post 2000s. Yeah. Um, when did it come out? Mm, I'm really not sure what 2002 to 2004. Yeah. I feel like Will Smith, it makes sense. Will Smith is in his bag in that region. Oh, right. it's 1997. Okay. So I was, I was right. I thought it was, was past. Yeah. The second, was the, under. the second one's 2002. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, pick your team for you. That's a that's a pretty good decision maker. I mean, I feel like that's a a very very good sci fi movie. Um, so yeah, let's let's go with it. Let's. So for my number five pick, I'm gonna go with Men in Black. And I want I want to take note that I picked that for him. He <laughs> he couldn't do that on his own. I had to help him. He had to come over to me to my. Co he went to my sideline. Did, did, did I come over to you? <laughs> yeah, you came over and you're like, did hey, I, did I ask you a question? I'm on my sideline here. I don't remember talking to you. I was talking to the audience. No, no, no. You got my pick. Nope. You came over, you were talking out loud, and you heard my decision making, and you picked it based off of my idea. Oh, so really? what would have been a You had to go to the other team to get it help. It would have been bad as if I didn't pick Men in Black to avoid letting you make the decision and I pick something else in spite because I make my own decisions. I don't mm. want you to change what's on mm -hmm. my list. So I'll I mean you a, mentioned it like third. I'll take a full fourth. Well, I wasn't picking them in the order. Otherwise, yeah, I would have yeah. just picked the first one, mm -hmm. which I said was the X Machina. Right, but you were indecisive, and I helped you decide, you know, to help your team. So, like, you couldn't have done this on your own. So, basically, Aaron suggested Men in Black. So, Aaron likes Men in Black. So, Aaron likes my team. No, I like what the I'm theme. hearing. I like Aaron the theme. likes the fact that I have five movies. But I had to keep you focused, you know. So, like, if you do win, part of that's because of me. I mean, a win's a win by an inch or a mile, so I'll take it yeah, whether, well, no matter what. We'll see what happens. Losing's losing, too. So you know, Yeah, we'll see what happens. Live with your, live with your, your failures and my successes. Um, but Men in Black is such a, a truly special movie. Like, I really love that opening chase sequence. Not the opening of the movie, but the because the opening of Men in Black is when they're in that like cornfield and yeah. setting those aliens off. But I like that chase sequence where we get introduced to Will Smith's character because it's just so much fun. And we got Will Smith on the list here twice now um, because it just shows like how 
late 90s, early 2000s, like Will Smith, not that he's not special outside of that arena because he's still the Fresh Prince. He's still got a lot of good movies post-2010. But that region of Will Smith was where peak. it was absolute peak, yeah. in my opinion. Like that that era. He Top was actor so good. at the like, time, yeah. Bad Boys 2, Men in Black, like iRobot. Independence movies, Day. Yeah, those movies, he is, he is like the embodiment of entertainment. He was top of the world. Yes. You know, who was a bigger star than Will Smith in that era? No one. So this movie has his star power mixed with uh, Oscar winner, winning Tommy Lee Jones and like his gravitas that he brings like a little bit of seriousness to the movie, but also proving his comedic chops. Cause like, he's like Robert De Niro in Meet the Parents where he's like serious, but it's like Funny. still part of yeah. the comedy. Like, um, and he's in on it. He's so good at it. Like, the dynamic between when you have a movie with a duo like that, the dynamic really has to work. And obviously, they made a trilogy, so their dynamic worked. So, like, Men in Black is just a freaking blast. The world they create so much fun with all the different alien species. And, like, that roach villain, like, still grosses me out to yeah. even think The about. effects still so, hold yeah. up today. It looks really good. You know, I, where I, he's, like, crawling in his skin. Like, it looks so real. Dude, how great is that scene where he's, like, getting uh, to audition, basically, for the Men in Black? And he's, like, shoots the little girl, and he's, like, well... This guy's just over here, like he's just reading. He's just minding his own business. The, now the little girl out here with advanced chemistry textbooks in the middle of the night in the ghetto. What is she doing out here? So I'm wondering. Like that. That's <laughs> it's so funny. It's so like when he grabs the the table and he's like dra dragging it over to him to himself to write on. Like how he wins them over with just like being himself. It's when Will Smith's acting. It's like he's not acting, dude. It's you know, like it's yeah, it's just. He's just on screen. Like yeah. people are just catching him being the character that he's playing. He's funny. He's enticing. And most of all, you love him. Yeah. Like you, you root for him. You're like, yep. this guy's great. Like he's, he's a cool. He factor. could slap yeah. someone on live TV and people <laughs> still love him. They still support him. <laughs> like he can, I honestly can get away with a lot, dude. Cause he is just beloved by America, beloved by everybody. Like I said, it's that cool factor. It's like, you want, like he makes you want to be him, you know? Yeah. Cause he's like so cool. Yep. For sure. Great movie. All right. Let's uh, recap our list. So, and then I want to do the honorable mentions. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, I, Aaron, have Blade Runner 2049 as my first pick. My second pick was Inception. Third is iRobot. Fourth, Everything Everywhere All at Once. And fifth, The Prestige. Excellent set of movies, Aaron. Thank you. And I, Andrew, have The Matrix, Jurassic Park, Back to the Future, Star Wars Empire Strikes Back, and Men in Black. Very nice. So now the audience, you guys, have to vote. Who won? Who has the best collection of sci-fi movies? Is it myself, Aaron, or is it this guy over here, Andrew? Leave a comment. Tell us why you like my team. Tell us like maybe where Aaron slipped up, where he stumbled. Was it the first pick or was it later on in the draft? Like, Just let us know what you think about our picks. Yeah, and McNeil, how did we do? Seriously, this was, your, yeah. this was your show. Let us know what we missed, but I will start getting to what we missed with these honorable mentions. Yeah. And we'll see. I have a lot. So we'll see, just let me know if you have any that I didn't have. Okay? Yeah, sounds good. So here's the, here are the ones that we didn't say. I already mentioned, here's the ones we didn't pick. Yep. I already mentioned Ex Machina, and I mentioned Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind uh, and Arrival. Yep. Also, Total Recall, the That's remake. A good one. The remake for me. Yeah. Colin Farrell. Same here. So good. Uh, Real Steel. All right. I'm, I'm about it. The Creator, which I just watched, Aaron hasn't got to see yet. Uh, Dread, the remake again with Carl Urban. That's that's why I love Carl Urban originally. Mm -hmm. uh, Looper, which is with Joseph Gordon-Levitt yep. and Bruce Willis. Interstellar. Donnie Darko, 
Mad Max Fury Road, Riddick, all three of the Riddick movies, but um, I'd probably say especially Pitch Black is the coolest, and Chronicles has the best action. Um, About Time, which is actually a really interesting sci-fi romantic comedy. Wally, Treasure Planet. Okay. Get Out. Just watched Treasure Planet last week. Such a good movie. Yeah. I love it. Fantastic. I tried to watch it last week, but I tried to put it on for my nephew, and he like wasn't having it. He was like, put on Pokemon, and I was like... What is wrong with that kid? I don't know. I'm I'm sending him back to his parents. (laughs) Um, But... Get Out, which I feel like is kind of a sleeper pick because maybe not initially thought of as sci-fi, mm-hmm. but a very good movie. Um, and Men in Black, which I ended up picking. So that's nice. <laughs> I, don't know why I, said, I don't know why I said that one again. The <laughs> um, okay, some that you didn't mention. I have The Martian. Very good movie. Ridley Scott yep. directed. Yep. I was this close to picking it. Um, Speaking of Ridley every Scott. single pick, like I was, I was right there. Uh, speaking of Ridley Scott, also the Alien franchise. Mm-hmm. So yep. he, he does he does really well in sci-fi. Um, Predator, we also didn't mention at all. John McTiernan's Predator, I think, is... I put Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. I love that movie. Um, the trilogy? Yeah. yeah like, but you, like Dawn of the Planet Planet of the Apes is the yeah. movie yeah. that I'm talking about. It's the first like remake one. Uh, the first, I thought that was Rise. It's Dawn? Is it Rise? I thought Rise was the first Whichever one. Whichever one's the first one. Yeah. With uh, James Franco. Yes, that one. It might. Be, I think it is Rise, actually. Um, Prestige, which is the one I said. War of Worlds. Um, I want to watch that with you and yeah. uh, do a review on that. Uh, Dune, I feel like, is a, a new one. I feel like that fit the tone of my team here. Um, but it's also pretty close to Blade Runner, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Blade Runner, I think, does it better. They're both Denis movies. Yeah. Sense. Denis is a really good sci-fi director. Right. Um, he's, he just makes, like, Arrival as well. Like you said, he makes yeah. such good sci-fi movies. I have another Tom Cruise, Edge of Tomorrow, where they're just kind of repeating the same story over and over. Like that one. I, yeah. I know you like it a lot. It's also, on my list, and I was very close to picking that in the fifth spot. I also thought you were going to pick a Transformers movie. Is that the one I of thought, the three? Yeah, I thought you were going to pick Dark of the Moon. Yeah. Because it's, like, one of your top ten movies of all time. Yep. Um, I do like that movie a lot um i also have source code uh on there as well Uh, i wrote two that i think are going to be maybe commented that we missed if people might try to tell us which ones we missed two that are like iconic all-timers that i think are like meh and like didn't consider for my team um i wrote meh colon 2001 a space odyssey and minority report i talked about before in our hot takes episode how i think 2001 is so overrated and clearly not the best film of all time like people treat it i haven't seen it yet oh don't watch it <laughs> sucks uh, it's like it's cool for what it is it's cool that they made it in a time period they made it the set design's really cool but it's just like it's it's so boring <laughs> but minority report also i just don't like that much like, yep. it's cool it's my least favorite spielberg movie that i've seen probably fair enough all right i think that kind of wraps up our sci-fi movie draft this was a lot of fun again it was recommendations so if you guys have anything else that you want us to try to do for a draft topic a debate topic or even a movie review or show review let us know we post new full episodes every monday and thursday every single week we're out here grinding for you guys to have some entertainment when we talk about movies and shows and comics and more thank you so much for watching and that's a wrap (laughs) 